0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Rosecast. Thank you for listening. Got some special holiday edition episodes for you. Bonus episodes, I'll call them It's the holidays, A B. People forget that. <laughs> Snuck what, up on me. What makes these bonus? Uh, they're not really. They're regular. And scheduled. in fact, yeah, they're scheduled. They're we we told you about the schedule. These are not surprises, these are nothing special. <laughs> Um, If you haven't listened a while, welcome back, but also shame on you. We are recapping Emily's season of The Bachelorette, sort of in an effort to get to know Ari, the next Bachelor, but mostly to talk about how great Sean is mm-hmm. and how cool Jeff is <laughs> and how cool Jeff is. That's yeah. that's also Greg. So Ari's like third or fourth most important. Well, definitely fourth most important behind Emily. Third or fourth most important contestant on the list, at least um ab we're talking about episode three today any any general observations anything you want to get off your chest before we get started emily's got a lot of duds i'll tell you that much well i'll agree to disagree <laughs> all right well in that case uh let's get to going all right ab we start at the house i'm just gonna ignore that who wants to be a millionaire sound and act like it's a normal thing we do it's not um The boys are out in the courtyard in Charlotte. Chris Harrison comes in. Sup, fellas, his catchphrase. We got one individual date and two group dates this week. And contestant Chris gets the one-on-one date, A.B. Um, Whenever I see Chris, it makes me think like, I can't believe we're, we're six years older than most of these guys. And yep. not only that, like in 2012 when this was airing, I was older than Chris. Doesn't Chris seem – well, I've always been older than Chris, I suppose. Doesn't Chris seem older than you right now or is that just <laughs> me being immature because I still like beer pong?
1: People – I tell you what, TV always makes people look older than they are. I don't know what it is. But yeah, Chris seems like he's he, – I'm I'm five years younger than Chris. I'll put it that way. That's what it seems
0: like. Yeah. Yes, agreed.
1: I know um, his age, but I still feel like I'm five years younger than him.
0: Do, do you think... it Well, you have a natural young look to you. Mm-hmm. You could be anywhere from 25 to 35 age-wise. Do you think hot people just look older in general? It could be. I think hot people look older. Let us know on the RAB stall while I look up the text line, like I do every episode. Let me go ahead and get this text line number called up. Uh, Here's the here's the quick poll of the day: Do hot people look older? If you think so, or if you don't, the text the Rosecast text line seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Wow! Shout out to me for remembering that off the top of my head. All right, AB Chris, one on one. No daytime portion. Were you surprised by this? They went straight to the nighttime. Yeah, a little bit. A little surprised. You didn't notice it, did you? You no. didn't realize See, it.
1: <laughs> you heard that pause? See, here's the thing. with when, when, uh, when it's not a full, you know, it's a, we're not doing the full recaps of everything, I'm, I'm skimming through shit. If it's a guy I don't like, I don't pay much attention. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm here for Jeff, Sean, and Ari. And Emily, yep. that's
0: it. All right, well, should I scrap these notes about Chris? Because I got some good notes <laughs> no, on go Chris. No, go ahead. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll fly through them. How about that? Uh, Emily mentions how excited... Anyway, they're walking around downtown Charlotte. Emily's like, oh, I'm so excited for this date, mostly because Chris is good looking. Yeah. Probably because she is still under the illusion that he's 30 plus because of the way he
1: looks and acts. <laughs> let me let me tell you when I actually checked out of this date. It was at it, it was close to the beginning of it, and they're just walking around, small talk, and he he comes with weather can't be better, right? All right, uh, well we're done here. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're done, done here. <laughs> the romance <laughs> isn't there with these two. I mean, we're just we're just what are we doing here? Just in this day, send Chris home.
0: Well, first off, the weather was <laughs> abysmal. There was an impending lightning storm. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't if you can't feel when a storm I'll put it this way, you're too young to get married if you can't feel when a storm's coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's <laughs> my take on marriage. I'm single, by the way. Uh it turns out, A B, they're not just walking around. They're going to a big fancy rooftop restaurant. But there's a twist, folks. They're gonna have to climb to get to their dinner date. A B, uh what do you what do you think of this idea? I'm in. I like it. You build a big-time bond with
1: someone when you do something that makes you both uncomfortable.
0: But was it uncomfortable, though, A.B.? Because once they started climbing, it was pretty clear that they were just mostly being pulled up. They are just being yanked <laughs> up by somebody <laughs> up top. <laughs> they didn't put their feet on the thing. They didn't have to do any pulling. They were just like, oh, I'm so scared, getting like bobbed up and down. I hear you. Would you do that? Sure. Okay, not me. You know I trust me.
1: A.B.C., I trust ABC. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I I would... If if I were confronted with this situation, I would know that I'm not going to die. Yeah. But mostly I'd be afraid of, and this is serious, of like peeing my pants. For real. (laughs) I would pee my pants if I did that. I don't want to just douse the people, the good people of Charlotte, the nice down-home people of Charlotte. I don't want to douse them in my urine. That's just me being... Like thinking of other people being yeah. selfless,
1: <laughs> and a coward,
0: and a coward. But first, selfless, then cowardice. Anyway, they get to the top. Big shocker. Chris what naturally wanted to kiss Emily after their little adventure. Chris
1: is too into the too too forward with wanting to get kisses. I don't know what you thought. He kept talking about the kiss.
0: A sign of immaturity. Not only is it a sign of immaturity to be like, oh, man, I, this is when we should kiss. To not do it is is also you're talking about cowardice, Chris. <laughs> the to me, Chris, it's not it's not your decision. That wasn't your decision for the kiss to not go down. He was like, I should have kissed her. I'm like, Chris, it's pretty clear she wanted nothing to do with that. You know, you're talking arms <laughs> length away. Look up body language for me one time. This is, these are things twenty five year olds might not know. He's one of them. Yeah. All right, dinner time. Emily seems surprised that he's only twenty five red flag emily has a daughter ab people forget that yeah i
1: mean we were she was stunned like we were stunned i I had no clue this man was 25
0: so at this point you were out on this date when he was talking about the weather that for me when she was surprised by learning that he was 25 was like oh okay well we're done here like she's not gonna, there's no way she's gonna choose a 25 year old here's the thing isn't she 26 though Yes, but she's 26 who had a kid at like 18. She's not a normal 26-year-old. True, but I feel like you can't have that as a... you can, That can't
1: be a deal-breaker for you if you're 26, even though you are a mature 26.
0: Yeah, good call. Pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> um, all right, so that's the first part of the one-on-one date. <laughs> Quick back at the house. Tony with the kid—that's why I call him Tony with the kid—calls his son, Ab. You have a—you have a daughter. Did it seemed like the the son didn't really miss him that much when he was on the phone? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Anyway, like it was like I gotta go. It's like it the way I talk like, to my dad on the phone. It, seemed like, <laughs> yeah, it
1: seems like, yeah. Seems like seems like it was a big inconvenience for the kid to have to talk to Tony on the phone for the first time in a week. And to- Stop calling. I don't me. understand why this had any impact on Tony. he was he was acting like the son missed him and he needed to get home to be with him it's like nah the son could go months and months and months without seeing you and he'd be fine
0: he has no idea what's going on he's not old enough to comprehend what you're doing uh anyway date card group date charlie alejandro how dumb are we this is the third episode and we haven't been doing the lady gaga alejandro drop i don't even have it now we can't play it i'll, I'll add it in but i don't have it charlie alejandro stevie ryan that's what the song's called right i'm not making that up um i don't think so <laughs> i think it's alejandro But they definitely... ryan alessandro sean john michael doug jeff tony travis okay it is called alejandro yeah Oh, here we go. A right, couple got of pop culture guys back go. at the date. Chris, he senses this age thing is a big negative for Emily. So he's trying to convey that he's a big adult man. Family comes first to me. I'm at the point in life where I've experienced a lot. What exactly? We're not sure. Um, but he sweet talks her and she loves it. Oh, here's here's the answer to your question, A.B. That Emily's only 26, what's the big deal? She's never dated anyone younger than herself. Okay. A little fun fact, I'm sure that you missed. Fun. That's fun. Based yeah, on I missed. It. facial reaction. Okay. Uh, but she really likes Chris, gives him the rose anyway. Uh, what's your take on Chris? For some reason, I don't like him. He seems, at this point, he seems like a nice guy, but I don't know. I don't like his face, I, I, don't, I don't like his voice. I don't
1: know what it is about the guy, but I don't like the man.
0: I don't like Chris. I don't fuck with Chris. Like Chris is one of those guys that if I've met in real life, if someone, a mutual friend or mutual acquaintance introduced me to Chris, I'd be like, I don't fucking like that guy. Like I'd shake his hand and go, I don't like him and never be friends with him (laughs) ever. And really for no reason. No reason at all. That's a me problem. I'm describing a flaw in my character. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with Chris at this point. Uh, oh, AB, well, it's not a bachelor day, especially in the, the, the high south, whatever they call it, the north part of the south, unless you dance alone at a country concert, AB, Luke Bryan, how big of a deal was Luke Bryan in 2012, do you remember?
1: Uh, I feel like based on that he was on this, not that big, <laughs> but he's big now, Rim, that's <laughs> he's for huge. the haters. He's, he's yeah, huge. Luke Bryan's
0: what's good right now. Every now and then, I find myself being like, man, I fuck with country music heavy. Yeah, this, <laughs> I don't
1: know many country songs, but that was my jam, and I don't know what it's it called. I don't know what he was playing, but I know I've heard it before, and I know that's my shit.
0: I don't... Okay. I'm about to try and sing the song with a couple <laughs> lyrics, but I'm going to do it in the to the tune of another country song I know that is a little different. Uh what the one the radio on and cruise. I'm gonna sing it to that one because that's the only one I know. Girl you make my speakers go boom. Boom. It was I know that song.
1: I know that song. That's my shit. I know what I know both songs you're talking about and I love them both.
0: Girl, you make my speakers go boom boom. Alright, Oh, kiss alert. That's right AB we got the first kiss of the season. Now I'm already through episode 4 so this is old news to me. There's been a spoiler alert there's been a hundred since this <laughs> one. <around. laughs> Chris asked politely, Emily obliged. The kiss went down in front of everyone in Charlotte. She didn't seem super into it though. I got to say, not much effort on her part. What'd he broke you- that What's what's the old Hitch rule AB? Your favorite movie of all time Hitch. You go 90% rim. Everyone knows yeah. that. And then she goes 10. She he goes went 100 10.
1: You never go
0: 100, Chris. Yeah. He went 100. And when he got there, he found a statue just to start looking <laughs> up. Wasn't <like>, uh. <laughs> <laughs> into it. Stone faced right. him. What uh I know you. It sounds like you didn't really pay much attention to this date. What do you what did you think of this date? The climb, the, the dinner, the, the Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan was big. <laughs>
1: Luke Bryan big was <laughs> big. It t- took my breath away when I saw him <laughs> out there. Wasn't expecting it. I imagine he was not big back in the day, though. He couldn't this, have been. Couldn't have he
0: been. Couldn't have been. I mean, if you had Luke Bryan, though, and there weren't there like weren't that many people out in the streets. There was yeah. like a couple dozen people there. I'm like, this was for real, Luke Bryan, big time, Luke Bryan. The place would be people hanging from the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give it. It's a good date, just
1: because of Luke no, Bryan. The that. rest of it's trash, though.
0: Yeah, Chris was the worst part. All right, let's move along. We're gonna try and keep these under 40 minutes. That's the goal. Mostly because we know this show is five years old. Also because wait, wait, wait. I don't want to. <laughs> Did you oh, catch? Okay, go ahead, no, go ahead and extend the episode with more unnecessary <laughs> comments.
1: <laughs> I got a note here. I forgot. This is the one part I chuckled about with Chris on his date. He's talking about how he's young, but he's, he's old enough. He, he, he goes, I know I'm young, but I'm a man. Yeah, he said it like that, too. It reminded me of that fucking Oklahoma State coach. When he's-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. Mike Gundy. Mike yeah. Gundy is the man. I'm going to put that drop in here. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of that going on this season of, like, who's the manliest? It's yeah. a lot different than it is now. It is, yeah. Yep. All right, let's go to the group date. Daytime. Emily's got a football and a French braid. What's up, Emily? But they're not here to just to toss the pigskin, AB. Nope. Emily brought her girls along. Nothing off limits. What'd you make of her girlfriend group? Uh, one of them,
1: the one, the fake ass Chelsea Handler, uh, the, that one. She. Are we, we talking about Wendy? I don't know. Yeah, which yeah one I'm talking you're about talking Wendy, fake ass okay. Chelsea Handler. Yeah. <laughs> okay, kind of older,
0: crass. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Two crats. <Yeah. laughs> Two crats.
0: <laughs> yeah. This was the best day of Wendy's life. Yeah. Anyway, they're rifling through the different dudes. They're asking questions like, "What? What made you choose to go on this show?" In the tone of like, this is so dumb. Why are you doing this? <laughs> which I which I appreciated. Next thing you know, we got Stevie popping locking.
1: Okay, Embarrass- Stevie embarrassing yeah.
0: himself. I mean, it, shout out to him for having confidence about it because I wouldn't have confidence to do what Stevie does. Do you consider him even a
1: good dancer?
0: He wasn't special. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's probably like. I don't know, he's probably like a th- ten thousand guys from his town who didn't get on Jersey Shore that season. Like there's can we agree that the fact that Stevie's on the bachelorette and is from where he's from confirms that he tried out he sent in a tape to Jersey Shore and was rejected? There's no doubt about that, right? <laughs> That's clear. But he's not Guido enough. He's too regular of a guy. Yeah. Um anyway, here comes Sean, the man. The man of the hour. You
1: know what you know what I noted about Sean? It was a transition period in men's fashion rim back in this day between yes. Yes. cargo shorts and non-cargo shorts. So you had about half the guys wearing these Dog shit, huge cargo shorts, and then you had fucking cool, sexy Sean and Jeff walking around. No, yeah. I don't think they even had pockets for their <laughs> I don't think they had the normal pockets on them, let alone cargo pockets.
0: Okay. So what you're describing is boxers, but Jeff definitely, <laughs> Jeff definitely dressed in 2012 like what everybody dresses now with yeah. the short yep. shorts, like two inches above the knee type of thing. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And Stevie, if he's five, Stevie, Stevie was five years <laughs> behind, Jeff was t- five years ahead of the game. Yep. Fashion-wise. Um, anyway, Sean said he wasn't going to take his shirt off, but he took his shirt off, and the shit really got going at that point, AB.
1: <laughs> Wendy <laughs> caught some feelings for him. I don't know if he caught that. I was
0: going to say... No, I have get Wendy out of here. I'd say this is borderline <laughs> sexual harassment, what she's doing to what she's doing to Sean. He doesn't want you to... You're forcing him to do things with his body that he doesn't want to <laughs> do. That's the definition, right? <laughs> Flat out. Uh, anyway, second part of this date... So if Wendy, I'd say there's a decent chance Wendy listens to this podcast, just based on the demographics <laughs> I've seen for the show. Decent chance. So Wendy, we're sorry, but you acted inappropriately. You should be ashamed. <laughs> Second part of this day is just Emily unleashing a bunch of kids on everybody, which just, just not at all what these guys signed up for. Uh, no. Unfortunately, they didn't show anybody being shitty around kids. I really hope there was like a guy who like sucked with kids but they didn't show any of that. What what do you got on this portion of the day day
1: I didn't get a lot from it. Like you said, they didn't really show anyone not being good with it. They all seemed pretty good in the, in the forced situation.
0: It speaks to, I think this is just a good, it's just a good group of guys. There's, you know, the villains aren't that villainous. There's not that many of them. It, this was just truly, this was before you could make a bunch of money on Instagram. So there really are not like the, Going on this show for fame, I think, is a lot more prevalent now than it was yeah. five years ago. I really do. They're just good guys. Like, what's, Like Stevie's not out here. Like, Stevie's just trying to help his little small business he's got going in New Jersey. Stevie's not yeah. trying to get a million <laughs> followers. <laughs> I mean, Stevie's
1: embarrassing himself <laughs> often on the show, but he's not. He means he's got, there's
0: no harm to what he's doing. means well. Play with the kids. A uh, little bit of Ryan controversy. The first hint of Ryan being a true asshole. Hey, hey we're... Oh, you oh, disagree? Uh, I don't. I can't tell if I hate Ryan or like Ryan. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you will be definitively on one side. One episode. <laughs> okay. From well, I'm there. gonna hate. Him, <laughs> yeah, I think I know where you're going. <laughs> uh. Well, anyway, for some reason, Emily or Ryan leaves the kids to go talk with Emily and his her girlfriend. It's not the worst move in the world? Like, this is one of those things that it all depends on how you feel about the person. Like, if Sean did this, I'd be like, man, Sean's Whoa, awesome. Sean's the man. <laughs> but Ryan did it and it was like Ryan, Ryan probably hates kids with a jerk for some reason he says it's not okay for Emily to get fat why did he say that <laughs> <laughs> and he said it like well yeah of course not like what do you mean like, <laughs> wouldn't you never get, get mad if I got it? that <laughs> yeah. man that was uh he didn't he didn't word that very eloquently as if there is an eloquent way to word it and his, her Emily's friends did not find it amusing. Emily's friends, when asked by Emily, who stood out, it was a lot of Sean's, a lot of Doug's. One woman said Ryan moments after Ryan walked away after telling Emily she couldn't get fat, so I think she was just blinded by his body i don't know where women attracted to that hairstyle in 2012 i mean that's not a good haircut was, in any era I was,
1: I was also confused i like i'm not sure if i think ryan's good looking or not either that was another thing i was confused by and i think a lot of it has to do with his hair
0: his uh yeah if he had a He's buzz in
1: between stage of like going long and being short so i don't understand what's going on with it
0: and it looks like he's been microwaved. That's another issue I have with it. <laughs> it's just not, and it's not thick enough to really be no. impressive up there. It's just like, oh, it looks like something's wrong more than something's right. <laughs> anyway, group date, nighttime. I say we just skip this part and go, and go uh, straight back to the house. I bring this part up because one, not only does Ari get the date card, but two, he followed it up with some very shitty puns. I'm going to rattle them off for you, A.B., and I'm gonna, I am going need you to audibly express how you feel about these. And I'm going to like he said them because he was basically reading them. These weren't off the dome. <laughs> I'm a race car driver, and I'm used to things moving pretty fast. So okay. far, things have been moving very slow with Emily, and hopefully tomorrow it revs things up. It revs things <laughs> up, Ram. <laughs> He's talking about making out, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Based on the date card copy, which I did not write down, one of the guys asks, well, hopefully it's something to do with racing, right? Could you drive a stick shift? What do you, you
1: what do you think? <laughs> you ever heard a fucking dumber question Rim, in your entire life? Ever in your life have you heard a dumber question? No, honestly no. He's a fucking race car driver of
0: co- IndyCar. <laughs> you ever driven a car before? IndyCar. Indy yeah, 500. Fucking, he
1: fucking he would drive circles around you, bud. He's in the top 0.001% of yeah. drivers in the world. That'd be like if there was a fucking ex-NBA 6'8 guy on there, and he's someone's like, you ever dunk a basketball before? Can you <laughs> uh, dribble yeah, he's left-handed? Fun. He's a 6'8 guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ever dunk a basketball? <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, it's Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma, from the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Shattered backboards when he was 19. All right, we could do that all day. Back on the date. Let's, I want to quick, you want to talk about Tony? I I want to kind of want to talk about Tony real quick. I'll talk about Tony. Tony's one-on-one time with Emily was spent talking about how he can barely handle being away from his, his five-year-old son. Now, you'd think that Emily would be a good person to, to go to, like, to get sympathy from here. Because Emily had a daughter when she was on The Bachelor, and she has a daughter right now. But... It doesn't seem like she has much, much sympathy for Tony. She's like, yeah, I mean, Tony, who you, I've done this. Like, yeah. I think Tony thought he was going to curry a lot of favor with Emily, but instead Emily was like, you're being kind of a coward. Like, you're being kind of a you're wuss being, about
1: this. Yeah, you're being a wuss. I mean, here's the thing, Rim. I love my daughter a lot. Sure. More than life itself. Yeah. But, like, if I was <laughs> in <but>. it, <laughs> when, when we go on, like, a vacation or something, and she's away, like, yeah, sure, I sometimes feel you know i I miss her but it's not like a debilitating missing her situation where i can't
0: function like you know you're gonna see her again yeah in i short know i to see her
1: <laughs> i know i'm gonna like it might cross my mind where i'm like damn i kind of miss her a little bit and then i go back to doing the fun shit that i'm doing without her and i'm <laughs> having an awesome time and i don't think yeah. another thing about you can it. only do once a year And you're like, you're just relishing this great (laughs) You're in a once in a lifetime situation here, Tony. Uh, A couple, even a couple weeks, obviously you're not going to make it very far and everyone knows that, but just live, uh, live your life, bud.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. You call him every five minutes.
1: It's okay to miss him, but you can't let it stop. Like you're obviously, he's regretting this to this day. You know, he wakes up every morning and thinks about how he blew it. (laughs)
0: My thing is, if you want to meet a woman, and you can't stand to leave your son at all, maybe go on the internet instead of competing with 30 Why did other you, guys.
1: <laughs> Why'd you come on here?
0: <laughs> Figure out, like, more con- avenues condu- avenues more conducive to your life than going on The Bachelorette. Just my take. I don't know. I don't have a kid. It's but-
1: interesting because I've ripped people in the past for even going on the show, and then this guy goes on the show but then can't handle it and i'm ripping him too so i don't really know where i
0: stand anymore i don't know either um (laughs) but i know i know one thing no matter what side we're coming from it's funny and that's why we do it (laughs) thanks for listening to the rose guest once you
1: it's just once you're there you might as well make the most of
0: it commit to it how about this once you're there commit to it don't be a coward about it and two don't be super defensive about Oh, I am a good parent though, cuz then yeah. that just tells me that you're like you're, you're probably it. not you're questioning it and you're probably not there for the right for to truly find love.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like as we when Amanda goes on Bachelor in Paradise and she says I want to be on the celebrity Tinder, we we're going to fucking rip you to shreds for that. That's just <laughs> the way it is. <laughs> but when Tony put on that big show and then still didn't leave AB, I had had about enough of that sob story. Yeah. Emily pulls him aside, but she didn't pull him aside like in a concerned way. She did it in a more like more like a teacher dealing with a problem student like, okay, Tony, let's just go over here real quick. She's (laughs) going to handle this business, send his ass home. Um, (laughs) And she did so with a pleasant speech. At least she said, "I, I would never be able to forgive myself if I kept you longer and still, you know, it didn't work out. I had a little light go on here, A.B. Obviously, this is the playbook that Rachel studied when she sent Kenny home, which I didn't think about at Mm -hmm. the time. I gave Rachel a lot of props, but she basically just copied this speech. Sure. Hiring for your
1: small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: Anyway, Tony, you're playing backfired big time, bud. (laughs) Big time. He went into that date thinking, I'm going to really connect with her, talking about how much I miss my son, and thinking he'd get the group date rose. Tony thought he was going to get the group date rose when he put on this whole show, (laughs) and he did not. (laughs) Went home in a van. Sean got the rose. Shout out to Sean. Anyway, let's keep it moving to Ari's one-on-one date. They take a private jet to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee... Dollywood, AB. I feel like Dolly Parton is like one of you. One of those things you have in your background that you like ha- secretly know a lot about. Like you're, you no. grew
1: up in a big Dolly Parton house. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I do have a lot of things like that in my life. Just yeah. Random things <laughs> yeah. that I know a lot about. You never told anyone. <laughs> I've never told anyone. But Dolly Parton's not one of them. In fact, I wrote down when I was looking at it. Country is just so interesting in that you have these super, super famous people, and then I can't. Name anything that they've done no. like there's no other thing in the world where there's someone that fit. she has her own fucking amusement park, and I can't n- tell you a thing that Dolly Parton has done, but s- I think she's a singer. I don't know what song she sings, couldn't name a song uh, I don't know. I mean she's basically Michael
0: Jackson of she's country uh, yes. music right yes yes, I'd say she's Michael Jackson of Country music
1: and I can't tell you a thing about her.:
0: Nope, can't tell you any of her songs I, I obviously I recognize her. Do you know her net worth A B? 50 million 500 million
1: 500 oh <laughs> damn that dolly money baby
0: <laughs> that dolly, okay, okay. Okay. That
1: dolly money baby get your whoa. paper right dolly
0: whoa uh, no, don't whoa. stay. listen this might offend <laughs> some people this might offend some people, but I feel like it also has something to do with the fact that maybe, like, country music fans, like, buy physical albums still. So <laughs> Dolly Parton releases an anthology and everybody pays $30 for it. But, yeah, half a, half a billion dollars. Holy I cow. i put down a Dolly Parton Wikipedia haul, and if you want to talk about it, just Stunny. let me know, but we got to keep it moving. $500 million. Um, that's, like, th- probably three times as much as George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. And don't know hey, a thing about mind. her don't know nothing anyway we're gonna get ripped i'm certain obviously, we have a lot of dolly parton fans yeah obviously we're gonna get ripped listen we can't fake it we
1: don't know the girl <laughs> i don't,
0: yeah, don't know what to tell sorry. you anyway they're in the theater after the, some time in the amusement park and they need to write a love song together kind of cute sure not really <laughs> fine it's okay What'd you make of Emily's reaction when Dar- Dolly came out? Wow, the curtain AB, she she's genuine,
1: freaking out. <laughs> I mean, she's acting like if fucking LeBron showed up in front of Rem and AB, the same or reaction. like Michael
0: Jackson. Yeah. She had a Michael Jackson fan reaction, <laughs> like the biggest Michael Jackson fan of all time. She was fainted. Personal concert from Dolly Parton. Well, you've kind of spoken to it, but even we know that's a big fucking deal. That's a BFD to get that personal concert from Dolly Parton. All that being said. She probably should have expected Dolly Parton
1: to be there. She shouldn't have been that shocked. She was way too stunned for the situation. You're at Dollywood.
0: <laughs> and There's nobody here. Dolly lives, like, probably in this amusement park somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd say, yeah. I'd say if I were her, I would have been disappointed to have not seen Dolly Parton. <laughs> Absolutely. Honestly. Side note, the fact that Dolly Parton... Wrote a song about a one-on-one date for the Bachelorette franchise, and it sounds just as good as any country song ever. Just goes to show you that the genre is mostly trash, right? I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but Dolly Parton wrote a song about Emily and Ari, and it was like the best country song of all time, right? Take a step back (laughs) and look at your genre. (laughs) It's very offensive. I'm just saying. It's the same shit over and over again. Anyway, uh, The Private Concert. To me, I feel like probably gave Ari a huge boost because basically one of the happiest moments of Emily's life is forever associated with Ari. What do you think, A.B.?
1: Yeah, the, this is something the other guys cannot compete. I mean, Ryan did her everyday life of like going to a soccer game and then Ari, they met her idol and she she sang her a personalized song. You can't top that.
0: Yeah, good comparison. I forgot about that soccer date already. Ryan turns, kind of turns a corner, A.B., and you forget nice guy Ryan from episode one. Just a fair warning. All right, the nighttime date with Emily and Ari. They're still at Dollywood. What did you make of this kind of interesting conversation here, A.B.? Emily asks Ari about the woman he dated prior to her, and this woman had two children. It, it almost seemed to match up too closely with Ari's situation with Emily.
1: I thought I thought it was a good look for Ari, you know the his the girl that he was with had multiple kids and he fell for the kids just like he would fall for Emily's daughter, and he also made it known that he was ready for kids, but the other lady wasn't, and that was a deal breaker. So that's a huge that's a huge deal for Emily. I feel like
0: obviously that's what Ari wanted to sell was that he fell in love with the kid. That's a oh, that is a not great look. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what he wanted to accentuate. I'm buying it. I don't know if I'm buying it, but uh, that's what he wanted to get off for sure. And he did. Here's here's the crazy thing. She not only did this ex-girlfriend not want children, he reminded her too much of her ex-husband because of racing. Now, call me a scumbag. Basically, Ari stole his friend's wife. Is that what I'm assuming here? Is that what <laughs> is that
1: what happened? It. it crossed my mind. I'm not willing to commit to that, but it crossed my mind when they said it. No, that's slander, and we don't we don't partake <laughs> in that stuff. But I'll just
0: throw it out there. I don't know.
1: I'll tell you what. It was 100 percent people that were all in the same like inner circle, and Ari yes. stole her away from someone. That's a fact.
0: Well, let's. What do you mean? You just said what you said you wouldn't say. We don't know if he stole. He said her, his best right? friend's wife.
1: Like. I don't know about that. Well, but his it friends was in racing friend. community.
0: But we don't. We don't know necessarily if he stole her. Like maybe the the marriage dissolved, and then she no having a lot of mutual friends in the racing community was like her friends were like, hey, maybe the other yeah. wives are like, hey, check out Ari, hot young guy, up and coming, can drive a stick shift, that kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ab, I thought he did good on this date. What did you think before we go to the carousel? We'll describe the carousel in, de- in detail. <laughs> I thought he did a really good job. The carousel, it gets steamy, A.B. Whoa. The kissing I had was... I had written
1: down that he didn't get a smooch at the end of dinner. I, was, I wasn't anticipating yep. it. And then they cut to him with a full-on makeout session on the carousel.
0: There was some chatter after he was selected as The Bachelor that people were saying, oh, he's the best kisser, he's the best kisser. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, how can you be <laughs> that much better than everybody else, you know what I mean? Folks, he is. It's like a movie when this guy <laughs> puts the moves on, all right? Incredible. All right, last couple minutes here. They go to the cocktail party. Emily pulls Kalen aside first, and he, go, and he goes, uh, this is Kalen. Gentlemen, hold down the fort. He's always got to get in, like, a remark to the boys, like, yeah. <laughs> And they are his boys. That's the best part. No. <laughs> and you know he, all these lines are planned too. Oh, yeah. Oh, you look like you're having a little party down here. I saw it from above. <laughs> I'll tell you what. For a guy who came in on a helicopter, Kalen's been, like, nowhere to be found. I mean, what a disappointing performance from this yeah. guy. Yeah. It's not getting much. He didn't even have a date this week. Well, here's, here's the next thing Kalen says. Thanks to you. I've had the week off this week. All right. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Okay. I'd stop there, but yeah, <laughs> maybe pump the brakes. Said, <laughs> so I really took it personally when I didn't get a date this week. I've never had to share much in my life. Well, would you Okay, can we go ahead and say that Kalen's an only child? Silver spoon that in his mouth. Silver spoon Born with it yeah. in his mouth. Richie Rich. Uh, and he says to share these guys, Rich. share this with you. <laughs> it's not that funny. <laughs>
1: Listen, that's it. That's who he is: is Richie Rich. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, that Richie Rich movie with uh, Macaulay Culkin, underrated, underrated, underrated child film from the nineties. Yeah, really is. Then comes the 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 kids talk. Ab, we've known this is going to happen since last week when Kalen got into a confrontation with Doug. Doug, I have kids. Okay. Smith. That's his middle name. Listen, I got a kid. (laughs) Emily asks Kalen about her being a mom, and Kalen's response is this. I always believed that my first child would be one of my own. It says that's not how he dreamt it would be. And Emily then says, think about your mom. What if she met the love of her life, and he said, you know what? I want my first kid to be my own. I mean, Apparently, Kalen is his mother was a single mother at some point. So at that point, that deserves a valid, you know, response to to Emily's question. But Kalen says, and I'm gonna put the I might put this drop in here. He says, I love when you talk, but I wish you'd let me finish. Mm-hmm. I mean A B at that point kalen has gotta go home like right there, right? Like he can't possibly get a vote. <laughs> yeah, that's right? the most
1: disrespectful shit I've ever heard. Maybe
0: the rudest thing ever said on this on this show. <laughs> Uh, I love when you talk, but but let me finish. I mean, in in the real world, that gives you a fucking, that gives you a smack upside the head, A.B.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: That means that she didn't let him finish, rim.
1: In my, it, I think what he was saying was it wasn't how he dreamed it up. But there was a big but coming, and she didn't let him get to that after. But that being said,
0: he's a douchebag, <laughs> and he needs to go home. That's fair enough. Um, what did you, all right, now, you're an ostrich guy, for people who didn't listen to the first episode of this miniseries, A.B.'s a secret ostrich guy, Travis still has the egg, this is the only way he can get on screen time, basically, is to smash the egg, that's the (laughs) only way to guarantee screen time for this guy, Emily's friend said he needs to get rid of the egg, they smash it in the driveway, A.B., now, as an ostrich egg guy, are you okay with this? Sure, yeah, I mean, it's it's like cracking a regular egg. Okay, so you're gonna have to educate me here, was this not... Was this not going to grow into an ostrich one day no. if they would have <laughs> no, incubated no. it <laughs> No. properly? No. Nope. Oh, all right. Well, uh, color <laughs> me stupid then. All right, quick. Let's go to this Alessandro guy. This, is, okay. this was a very bizarre scenario. I totally forgot about this guy. Alessandro says that being a father, continuing with this theme, to Emily's daughter would be a compromise for him. Even when she brings it up and they like talk about it, he still <laughs> disagrees. <laughs> now, I'm not even sure he knows what the word means. They say it's not a language barrier. I, but I was it thinking. Is. It's a language barrier. Yeah, he has it no idea what the word like a, means. They came away both not really understanding
1: what the other was saying. And he said it wasn't a language barrier, but it clearly was.
0: Had to be. There's no other explana- explanation for it. <laughs> he,
1: he was saying it like he thought. What he was saying was a positive thing, and he wasn't picking up that she was getting more and more mad as as he continued to explain
0: himself. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, that was. I didn't. I don't buy his Brazilian thing, and I don't buy the fact that he knows what compromise (laughs) means. Quick, back in the house. Sean, while Alessandro's got this one-on-one time going on, Sean tells the... plot thickens with this guy. Sean tells the boys that Alessandro admitted to Emily's friends that he cheated on past girlfriends and had had a one-night stand before. And th- I don't even think Emily ever even found this out. Like, she sends him off while Sean is revealing this news. So this is basically just ABC burying Alessandro even yeah. deeper than he buried himself. What did you make of uh, Ari... And Emily's a little special moment between special friends in the hallway. Well, she couldn't...
1: Listen, the guy's the top kisser in the game and you're not going to go one time with them seeing each other without them making out for the rest of the season. Get used to it.
0: That kind of interaction, it just seemed like, whoa, these two... These two got it going on. They got something special going
1: on. That's the thing you got to realize when, when they, ha- when the Bachelorette is having a bad night... She's going to go to the one she likes the most.
0: Yes. And she went straight into Ari's arms. I feel like we saw that with Rachel going into Brian's arms during some bad nights. Yep. So Ari cheers her back up, gives her a hug. Big kiss. She was into it. Ryan, football Ryan, was was disgusted, upset. Jealous. Not just jealous, but also like, you know, a real lady wouldn't kiss another guy when she should be with (laughs) me. <laughs> He's one of those dudes that thinks he shouldn't have to compete with anyone because he played pro sports, man. What are all these guys out here going along? We'll get into it in the next episode, and maybe I don't know if my notes will cover this episode. But Ryan seems to think that like Ari is a little wuss. I don't think uh, racing an Indy car—you're going 220 miles an hour. Like that's not <laughs> some like unathletic feats. Like you got to be a real man to do that. You got to be number one. You got to be absolutely fearless. Yeah. Every time you go out there you could lose your life. And number two, you're controlling this like fifty thousand pound vehicle flying around at twenty twenty two hundred and twenty miles an hour navigating through things. That's not easy, Ryan. You couldn't do it. You'd sack a dumb sack of rocks. <laughs> Ryan's
1: creeping up into like the Chad territory for me. Yes. Where, be a Chad just be Light. A Big dumb idiot.
0: You got anything uh with Sean and Emily a little one on one time? Sean, uh, you know, he's the he's
1: the opposite of he basically came with the opposite approach of Alessandro and it worked like a charm. It was, it was so in tune. Like it was so exact opposite of what Alessandro said. It almost makes you think the producers told him exactly what their conversation was like. They're helping Sean along.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I even wrote that down. I was like, he's definitely benefiting from following Alessandro being the first guy to talk to her after Alessandro It all, it was good timing oh, yeah. for him. That's for sure. All right, quick, let's do the rose ceremony, which we don't really care about because this happened five years ago, and we know who won, and none of the guys who don't get roses are ever surprised us. They didn't even build those I thought up.
1: the rose ceremony was actually kind of funny. Why is that? Because there was like 15 people left, and only one person didn't get a rose.
0: Never seen a more yeah.
1: embarrassing rose ceremony for somebody.
0: Yeah, that sucks, especially everybody when Everybody got a rose. Everybody got a rose, because Alessandra went home, yep. so it was just, we'll get to it. Chris, Sean, and Ari already have roses from the dates. Only sending one guy home, even though there's like... I, now, what was mildly surprising is there's probably six guys I don't know or care about. And and Stevie was not one of those six guys. Like, we know who Stevie is just because he's so weird. But there's still a bunch of guys we don't even know about. Like, who's the guy with the long hair? Don't Did know. Can you tell me his name? Exactly. Nope. Here are the roses. Jeff, Charlie, Doug, Michael... I have a question mark by his name, so I assume that's the guy with the long hair. Travis, Alejandro, Ryan, John, Kaylin. Absurd Rose to give out, but then again, (laughs) there's only one who's not getting one. She can't put one in her pocket. Nate. Who the fuck is Nate, frankly? Speaking frankly, who is Nate? Um... Stevie got sent home over people who just, like, may have just shown up and no one knows who they are. Like, I don't know some of those guys. I've never seen a
1: rose ceremony like that, where there's that many people getting roses. First of all, why did more people not get let go? Doesn't, I don't
0: know. Well, because Alessandro got sent home.
1: I would have thought more than even two would get sent home this episode. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know, AB. That was very embarrassing. All right, Stevie, there's like, you're in the bottom 8% here. (laughs) You're the bottom 8%. We're going to send you home and that's it. Um. Anyway, after the roast ceremony, Ryan is shocked that Ari and Emily were kissing in the house. And here's a quote from him that I wrote down that I thought was pretty, pretty funny. Oh well, this is what I just fucking talked about. Way to where to steal your own thunder here, Rim? Ari and I. I'll do, How about I'll, I'll save it by doing a little Ryan impression. Ari and I are, are very different. He's more of a, a dainty man, and dainty. I'm, <laughs> I'm more of a. I'm more of a physical guy. That's what I said. I was like, "Is he confusing Ari with Jeff? Because Ari's like six three and also <laughs> yeah. a professional athlete." I don't get it. I don't. He, well, he's not also Ryan
1: is not a professional athlete anymore. Yes, he yes. is a prof- he probably barely, he barely was. professional athlete.
0: There, <laughs> racing cars is no joke. Ryan was a practice squad, squad guy, probably for his hometown Falcons. Didn't he make the, the cut. There's a there's a thousand guys like him. Yeah, a little. bit. I don't think he was in the NFL. Uh, yeah, he was, he was, really? he was. I don't. I think he was. Yeah, he's on like the Rams or something. He's on some crap team, practice squad, and yeah, it was. He was a nobody. There, there's a ten thousand of these guys running <laughs> around right now. There's like a couple dozen living people who have raced an Indy five hundred, <laughs> which Ari did multiple times. Anybody can play football. It takes a special, special breed to drive an Indy car two hundred twenty miles an hour adequately and at the top of top level. I hear you. All right, AB. That's it for this episode. Any other thoughts, expectations for the next episode? This is a fine episode. I think the next the next one's pretty good too. Yeah, I'm I'm liking the season. I like the season too. Doesn't it seem like these guys are like even the scumbag like there's a couple scumbags, but the vast majority of them they just seem like good guys yeah. compared to now where it's like everybody's Robbie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let us know what you think of the season and these episodes. Hit the text line 773 234 Rem, FM radio host. Smoothly getting that information to the people. <laughs> clicking on another tab in Chrome. If you haven't already, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Um, and if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review, which is now easier than ever. AB in the new buggy as hell iOS eleven. Anyway, also if you don't mind, hey, maybe share this pod with your friends. Send them the link in your iMessage or GChat if you don't have an iPhone. Or if you have, if you have friends that listen to the show but they don't care about these episodes, They're like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to these because I'm not watching the season. Tell them, listen, you don't have to watch this. I, I, I can't imagine all the people who are listening to this episode are also watching the season. There's just no way. Uh, and let them know, hey, you know, you don't have to watch Emily's season along with us. Just, it's the same thing. Tell them that's an erroneous stance, and it will still be enjoyable without li- for them to listen without watching and to get their act together. That's what I say. Thanks for listening.